0: Greetings to all the Null Space faithful, and welcome to another exciting episode. I am Scott Null. And I am Jerome Kutka, a.k.a. Captain Stalgia Pants. Captain Nostalgia Pants. Uh, let's get right into it. Today we're going to be talking about uh, something new that was announced... Kind of? Kind of, he yeah. It's a big, like... I saw a little article about it, like, Right? <laughs> yes. It reminded me of the old IMAX commercials in the area, where we basically before the IMAX was built here in Milwaukee, there were just big commercials that said, IMAX, coming soon. And we we're like, Okay. What's Thank that? you. What's that? <laughs> um, but, uh, Jira, you were actually the one who would alert me of this, so you go ahead and... Apparently, Atari might be coming out with another quote console. They said unquote. they are coming out, like it's for sure coming out. It like. is coming out, and there is a little video online which you can go to Atari on YouTube and see the re- like little reveal that they have of like this wood game, grain thing, and that's about it. So yeah, like a corner of a system. Yeah, but they also said too in the interview that you know the system console design or the console design is not final so, so i don't know <laughs> so essentially we have metroid prime 4 now even that had more information than this because we don't know first of all if this is going to be a new this gen console or like a throwback console like an nes classic and that's what people are speculating crazy because i have no fucking idea and then i immediately went back i'm like why would they even do like if it would be a throwback console they already have throwback consoles there's seven throwback Atari consoles. Seven! And that's the Atari <laughs> brand ones. There's also, like, I mean, those are, um, essentially, they, they, they're plug-and-play. Like, you plug them into the wall. and Yeah, you plug-and-play. It's basically, you come with, it comes with, like, two controllers or whatever the fuck have you, and each version had, like, a hundred different games or, like, 60 games or whatever. There just, there'd be different volumes. and yeah, Just the ROMs on there. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, this is different than the old uh, Atari collections that came out with, like the Atari Museum games. Those they they also came out with that when the Xbox One and PS4 you can buy those for. There's Atari Collection Volume 1 and 2. Are out. I already have those, and I played the shit out of them already. They're both really good, and I like them because they come with, like, ROMs of the arcade cabinets and ROMs of the uh, Atari 2600 games. Both fantastic games. If you're a fan of those things, not to mention the uh, games that came out that were basically just joysticks you plugged into the TV. Exactly. Like they come out. Like you saw those little, like SpongeBob ones, Captain America ones. But now Atari stepped into the board and they said, "Look, well, there's an Atari controller, but the ROMs are in the controller. Just plug into the TV. You're good to go." So that is to say that if they have a, if they are making a classic console, they've already done it. And uh, sometimes this, this should be <laughs> nothing new. The thing I'm thinking is. If this is a classic console versus a new generation console, we'll get into the problems of that in just a second. But the difference here is that it could be essentially um, more of a console that, that that stays plugged in or you can unplug that actually says it has a certain amount of writable room on a hard drive. Or maybe like some sort of flash memory. Some sort of uh, amount of saving high scores or saving your place like a, uh, I like guess, uh, what is it called? a save state, possibly. Possible. Um, Something like that. Uh, Maybe even having... A download service where you can download new games for like a dollar. Or just having an entire collection of all the thousands and thousands and thousands of games that came out on Atari. So let's talk about, before we get into that, ideas. Uh, Nintendo, obviously if you're a big video game fan, you know about the NES Classic. The uh, system in which that you plugged it in and had 30 games from the original NES era uh it was huge. It when it when it was released around Christmas time, uh twenty sixteen, you had it was sold out everywhere. They did mm-hmm. not make enough systems for everybody who wanted one. Nintendo said like, We didn't know it would be a big hit. Like fucking Nintendo, shut up. You you I know you're lying to me. Yeah, it <laughs> it's not even a point anymore. It had all the first party games that you could have wanted growing up, um three Castlevanias, three Marios. It had pretty much everything on there. Yeah, it was a fucking standard. Game. I was thinking about getting it. Just for the fact, like I can bring this over to the family's house, like with my dad or my mom or whatever, and they can just pop in and play some Castlevania and just a, have a good time with the family. Had HD, it was HDMI. You plugged it in that way, and it had uh, original controls that came with it. it. Had problems, but not a big deal. And what the thing I asked first about it, like, oh, that's really cool. Is there going to be like some sort of Wi-Fi or a way to like you know download? you know, more classic games on it, like from a virtual console. And they're like, No, no, no. Whatever's on there is on there. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, but sure. It had a, it had enough enough memory there that you could save a save state, uh, especially for those games that didn't have like, you know, save points or sort of saving. Yeah. So that was nice. I mean, there were just ROMs. It was all stored on digital digitally, but it was a neat little system. I, mean, I thought they might have, like, a little idea, too, where, like, if you pop open the little thing, and then you can buy an expansion card with more games on there, and you have, like, a little NES card, and you pop it in, like, up oh, 30 more games. <laughs> nothing was going to fit in there. Nothing <laughs> was... No, it didn't open or anything like that, so... Like, yeah. there was a lot of uh, cool ideas, and I think that they didn't expand enough on it, and I think they took it away because of the Switch coming out, because... One of the bigger things that it was able to do, it was able to be compatible with um, certain Wii U and Wii controllers, which was cool because I felt like I wanted to buy the uh, NES controller for that system so I can play it on my uh, Wii U or my Wii. Yeah, I mean, it had a problems, but it was you know it was a it was a good seller. Uh, and it was like sixty bucks on the original price tag. Yeah, no, it's two hundred if you want to buy it. Cause yeah, exactly. Like, Fuck I mean, you, scalpers. Only scalpers have it. So, so well, everybody thinks that because of the success of the NES Classic, that this is what has kind of lit the fire under Atari's chair and said, hey, let's make a quick buck, have a good-looking Atari 2600, and, uh, you know, basically mock-up and plug it into the HD Mind, and be able to play, you know, all 30 games. on <laughs> so, They have a huge, huge library. Atari has pretty much all, one of the biggest libraries in any console. Yeah, because back in the day... You could throw three blips on a screen and call it an Atari game. Sure. Like, let's say, like, they have, they come out with a little box and maybe it has a little Wi Fi adapter to connect to the internet because to download those files are so minuscule that it would be instantaneous. Because it's like, I don't know, like a half a megabyte, not even fucking kilobyte, like three kilobytes for the game. <laughs> it's, it's super small. Either way, um, the two possibilities of Atari with their announcement. The, the classic system or a, a current gen system, uh, both have their problems. Um, I'm going to wait until like later to talk about the current gen system because that one to me has more problems. But the fact that the fa- uh, they have made these classic systems in the past, they I, how do they sell? Do they sell very well? Because I remember we sold them in our store, and I don't remember them going out very fast. I didn't really want them myself. The only one I really wanted was the Nintendo box because like, the Atari. We had ones. the Intellivision uh, retro thing. Which I think sold to one guy just because he liked the television. I was thinking about picking it up, but I, you know, purist. I want the original, so it doesn't really fucking matter to me. And I mean, today the the strongest dollar in the gaming is the nostalgia dollar. Everybody knows that, and it seems like that the more reliable route that Atari would take would be pretty much a celebration of their classic games. Mm-hmm. Now everybody knows Atari's been around, still making games mm-hmm. well after the Atari age ended. Um, well, that brings up a little thing too like when they announced the system i immediately thought back immediately to the new blade runner 2049 trailer now if you haven't watched it yet like within a couple seconds of the trailer they have a huge light up building showing off atari and i'm like why is it in the blade runner (laughs) like i know in the blade runner movie the original they had was like a coca-cola advertisement you know it's like the cyberpunk noir move uh you know Feel of advertisement being blasted everywhere, and it's you know really close to reality now. But why fucking Atari? Like, is Atari maybe planning a bigger console? Ah, uh, I'd rather they didn't try a <laughs> console because I mean, when when you say Atari, the first thing that pops in somebody's head is the classics. Even though Atari has been making software since the eighties, they could have. Okay, they also had the Jaguar. They had the Lynx. Do you think they will come out with a, like a download service for download those old classic games too? Maybe hell, they were fucking making arcade games. Yeah. There's there's current arcade games that have very in depth graphics that are Atari made. You sure. Know? Well, even um, the Ghostbusters uh, new uh, what two thousand nine video game, which was amazing, that was published by Atari. There's just a shit ton of games that have been published by Atari since the since they're they stopped doing console hardware. Um, I'm wondering if they make this system with just about every atari generation there could be with with current games and past games um, the problem with having a current generation system that actually you know tries to compete with the Xbox One the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch is that atari ugh, to me they're still a tongue in cheek joke in the gaming community sure because a the fact that their current games aren't you know amazing um, well, they're just a publisher. They're not really a developer anymore. And, and that's another thing, is the fact that when they were a developer, they almost killed gaming <laughs> as an industry. Yeah, I know. Um, the, the, the Atari Jaguar, their new, probably the most recent system, was a miserable failure. It was it Jaguar? I believe so. Yeah, I think that was our last one. A um, uh, 64-bit crash That, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everything before that was... I mean, compared to even the game, the systems that were out that day, the NES and the, the Master System and the Sega Genesis, it, it had nothing compared to them. I mean, it just was no, it not didn't. the same caliber. Um, and it isn't to say, like like I said, E.T. for Atari almost killed the industry. <laughs> There's a lot of other things, too. but what? No, you're right. Would I be interested in saying, like, if they came out with the, they're calling it the Atari box right now, um, like saying a download service, kind of like, uh, the Amazon box, where the fuck it's called, where you have, like, you can download Android games and shit like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You want an Ouya. That's what you want. You want an Atari. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you right, want Ouya. an Atari Ouya. That's, that's, that's all you're asking for here, and it I... It is an Atari Ouya, yeah. That's, I, I... But, but it's, it's exclusive towards Atari, yeah, games. Like, say, if it's between, like, the Jaguar Linux, uh, Lynx, I'm sorry, <laughs> and... Some of their old libraries from, like, the 2600, 7800. Uh, If I can download, have, like, a little Wi-Fi card and download games, like, as I go, like, pick and choose the ones that I want, like, for, like, a buck or two, I'd be actually okay with that. I I see where you're coming from, but I don't see them as having that much forethought in doing it. I think this is going to be a standalone box with, uh, if if they're going to make a classic, it'll just be, like, the one, the seven others they already have, but this one could connect to HDMI. That would be super lame and disappointing. Yeah, and having an entire game in HDMI is not. <laughs> There's really not much difference. It adds yeah. nothing to it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then the two. even pixels on screen would be fine. Even Nintendo had the uh, had the forethought to put the 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 um, the, the lines in the screen. What, what would that be called? The the older oh the, definition. Yeah, the feedback lines for the for the two TVs. <laughs> yeah, the CRT. The CRT TV feedback in the background there. I don't think uh, we'll be seeing. Anything like that. As far as having a system, a classic system with, with Wi-Fi and a download feature, kind of like the, the more recent Guitar Hero games, it seems like the way to go. But honestly, I think there would be a standalone system that would be a one-off thing with just about every classic Atari game for for on so yeah. it. It seems, seems to me like the most likely likely case. Now, if we were to talk about something... More advanced, like a current gen system, to play strictly Atari-developed games to compete with like Nintendo and Xbox and Sony. Yeah, I because think, they're going to because Sony and Xbox are going into 4K tele like territory right now. I, I I think that if Atari tried to compete with current gen, they would probably collapse within the first six months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no to, doubt to about me, that. To me, a current gen Atari system is. It's suicide. It's publisher suicide. It would be. It would just be thrown out there, almost like the other failed systems that technically weren't any worse off than anything we had seen at the time, like third-gen systems like the, the Ouya, the Engage. All of these <laughs> the fucking N gauge, God damn! All, all the N-Gage. of this hardware came out. All of this hardware came out, not necessarily any worse off than anything else that was competing with the N gauge. And say the DS were probably the same quality, but it did not have the backing of a known name that people could say, "Oh yeah, the new Nintendo DS or the new PlayStation PSP." You know, that's got marketing and years of credit behind it. Atari, people will think. What we think right now, you mean the twenty six hundred? What do you? It, t- their marketing has to be really fucking solid to show off what they're going to do. In in order for them to have a current generation console, they would have to shed the name Atari. That's the the name Atari is so. Is you think it's that? Is it that tainted? It's tainted by. It's ingrained in our memories by the twenty six hundred. Even when people say the Atari. I used to play the old Atari. The only thing your mind goes back to is the twenty six hundred. Even though they had several systems after that, when you say Atari, you go all the way back. You know, yeah, I do. It's just like I mean, that's people who say I used to play the Sega. My my first thought goes straight Genesis. to the Genesis every yeah. time. There were three but like, other systems after that, but mine still goes back to Genesis. Oh yeah, I, there's the Saturn, which I I hope one of these days will make more uh, ROMs and uh, availability. About the Saturn. The game. Saturn, the, the CD, and the Dreamcast. You yeah. know? There was actually a couple good games on the, uh, the CD. You know, Snatcher. I'm still waiting for a remake of the Snatcher game. Which I really highly fucking doubt because Kojima and yeah. Konami. Speaking of remakes, just see Bubsy's coming back? Yeah, I saw that fucking <laughs> Bubsy's coming back. Nobody asked for that, but he's coming back. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Back to Atari, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure that if Atari even names it, like, Atari... The new Atari. I th- if we, what was it? They keep it with the Atari box. That would basically people would think they're buying a plug and play system. I would almost assume that too. Yeah. The the wood grain paneling on, on the Atari box. Uh, there is no there is no scenario in which Atari stays with their current name and releases a new system that people don't automatically assume that it is just a ROM player of the classics. If they're console, if they try a new generation. Next gen console, they are going to fail because it's going to disappear like the Ouya did. Mm-hmm. And well, the controller was so <sighs> the controller is not very is not very comfortable, <laughs> and, and um, they they just have too much competent competition, you know. Yeah, even Nintendo's a big competitor with that, which is ironic enough because they don't. Yeah, and I mean, never, as ever as it's been said by the Sony's exec, execs in the past that when Nintendo does well, gaming does well, and right now Nintendo's on and off. And when Nintendo's on and up... Everybody else is on up. (laughs) It shoots to the sky, though. Nintendo becomes the system to compete with. Because it becomes the... Nintendo is just such a fad system that it's the known system of everybody, even non-gamers know. Nintendo takes the chances that nobody else wants to. And and Nintendo becomes the thing that everybody comes to when they're not necessarily familiar with the industry, like the Wii. I mean, Nintendo Wii took off, like, Nobody ever expected. No, yeah, I yeah, I wanted it <laughs> because it was Fuck for that fucker. <laughs> it was something that everybody could enjoy, gamers and non-gamers alike, just because it was an experience. Mm-hmm. And now the Nintendo Switch, I think, really speaks to the gamer core group. Mm-hmm. So having Atari come back, non-gamers aren't going to come back to it because they're going to think, "Oh, the Atari—that's the stuff I used to play in my parents' basement back in 1978." Or I'm still playing in my parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> or and, and and no one's going to think Atari made a new system that can play. Oh fuck! Call of Duty World at War. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. That, that's not even the newest Call of Duty. Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one's gonna. No one's gonna buy an Atari thinking they're going to play the new games coming out. I. Ironically enough because of this, of the announcement of their system, I'm almost curious, and I am I might even buy it just because they're making a new quote-unquote console. Because to me, this would be like one of those like, even if it failed, I might want it in my library because it was such a weird failure, or a weird idea that they have, kind of like the Jaguar. I've been wanting to get a Jaguar for years, but... Jaguar. 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 Jaguars. they call it the Atari Jaguar, that might be... <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool name. Uh but just, just because as a collector you kinda of go like, what the fuck? Kind of like the end gauge. I wanted to get an end gauge for a while, but it's an oddity. It is. And and that's basically the only thing it has behind it. If the current gen Atari came out, it would be an oddity. It would be an end gauge. It would be uh um what what was it? The virtual virtual boy. You know? It's yeah. it's it's the Nintendo Power Glove. It's an oddity that just kind of existed as an accident. Yeah, whereas compared to an Atari classic system come out, um, a if it had things like the the other classic systems like the um, the Retron, uh, the Hyperkin Retron in which it had Bluetooth adaptable controllers would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, your your Wi-Fi card uh, with an expandable library would be good. Hard drive in which you could actually save progress on games. Not to say that there's much progress to be made on Atari games, mm-hmm. but even saving score, uh, screenshots, anything like that would sell better than a current-gen system. So I think, honestly, I think anybody assuming this is going to be a current-gen system isn't saying. <laughs> they, I don't just, think it's going to be a current-gen system. I think it's going to be more or less... They're just flat-out wrong. To me, the, the I mean, there's the system it could be where, where it's everything we're, we're saying, which it has. It, classic Atari stuff with a current appeal of, like, wireless controllers, of Wi-Fi connection, Bluetooth. Uh, Expandable library, hard drive, everything like that. That's the only way they can turn this and make this a profit. Now they they had a quote. They said this is years in the making, which I can take in two different ways. One is the standard, like well, years in the making. You've been spending maybe two or three years designing this and making it as foolproof as possible and maybe not going on the coattails of the nintendo nes classic which funnily enough nintendo was actually riding their coattails with their plug and play systems yeah i know which is that yes yeah, but full this circle but this is actually nintendo actually you know marketed it and had the the, the name <laughs> nintendo attached to it exactly or you take it the pun way and say years in the making because it's going to have generations of games on there. Exactly, like years in the making. Like, yep, it was from the seventies. Years in the making. There la, you la, go. Blah la. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what I would like to see from this, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What I would like to see from this is a little column A column B in which we have Atari games, not just from the twenty six hundred, the system that everybody knows off the top of the head, but maybe. An Atari's collection of generations past of of the twenty six hundred, the seventy seventy eight hundred, uh, links Jaguar, yeah, the, the 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 arcade games going on and building on from there, and you just have an Atari celebration, of the entire company as a whole, not just the classic stuff. That's what I want, and not just and not current stuff at all. That, yeah. the, the Atari current gen system is just right out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if I can get. Who did... Yeah, no, Atari did the uh, Terminator 2, the arcade game. That'd be fun. I Atari think- has done a lot... Of, they, they've got a lot of games under their belt, and having a system that kind of just has a celebration of all of them would be a big system. With a, a fun system at Yeah. Even even if it's just an Atari plug-and-play classic that has a full library, or the Atari full library, that would be something to mm-hmm. But having another just classic system... Or having a current a flashback system, yeah, is just not worth it because there's seven out already. You can go to Walgreens and pick one up for like twenty bucks. right now. Yeah, I know. I don't want to. Or even, <laughs> or you can download, or you can buy a digital copy of the entire library <laughs> for next to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I told you, I already bought the uh, volumes one and two classics for the Xbox One. They were on sale at Christmas for like ten bucks a pop, and I got a shit ton of games. And that's even, I mean, it's got the volume stuff. Of um, they they did some like HD remaking for that didn't they? Mm. You know, they threw in different frames and scenes and stuff like that. There was a uh, there was a I like that they put in uh, the artwork and the manuals. They had like digital scans. They can look through them and those were really neat. As a you know a person who has some of these already, and I know I don't have to go into my storage unit and look at them, but sometimes I like to. But that's really cool that they have them for people who don't have access to all those things. So it's right there. I guess the only thing that I can see Atari doing as far as making a current gen system would be you take the classics and you update the look like they did for the, 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 the museum, the, everything they've been doing lately, where it's just, you know, it's Space Invader, but it's got all that crazy crap <laughs> the effects going on in the background of the game. Sure. In which they take their entire library and you would switch back and forth between HD Remake, in which it's the same game but prettier. Or classic, and then it's just... Well, maybe you could download the PlayStation 1 version, but, you know, Sony's rights to that, but they still own that game. There was Asteroids for PlayStation 1 that they tried to redo, along with Centipede and 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 Frogger and... I have the new Pong for PlayStation 1. That was a really fun game. If I could put that on there, that'd be cool. So, so, but yeah, a celebration of all the systems and all the games that they had under their belt that they maybe have rights for would be really neat. And, I mean, to me, no matter what, the system's going to fail. Because that's just, it's the Atari name attached to it, and I mean, it would be speaking to people technically older than me, because Atari was before my generation. And And on the oddity. (laughs) Yeah, and to me, I mean, I guess that would mean people showing their kids, but it does not seem like Oh, I tried showing uh, Addie that, and she didn't give a fuck. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the same thing as why the NES Classic sold so well, because it has a nostalgia factor, but I can guarantee that most people who bought it haven't touched it since they bought it. Probably not. No, I mean, uh, there was a friend I used to work with, Elise, and her uh, husband, or her fiance, yeah, fiance right now, he fucking fought and sought after that goddamn thing. And after he got it, he hasn't opened it. He's like, well, I got it, and it was like an achievement for him. That's right? the thing, is you bought it because you could. And yeah. because the, the demand was so high, well, yeah, he's well. I asked, like, she even asked him, and I asked him, like, like, well, why do you need that? Do you, don't you already have these games? He's like, yeah, I have the games already. I'm like, yeah, so do I. But that's why I didn't buy it and freak out because I already have these games. <laughs> I don't need them. Now there is something to be said about the fact that I mean, do we know if the Atari flashbacks are actually um, straight out first party Nintendo? I mean, first party, first party Atari systems, or are they kind of like you know just the Atari name and the Atari lent the name to? Whatever. I think they uh they lent the name to Flashback, whatever company makes that shit, because I've been seeing the Ataris, I've seen a television, maybe they'll... Uh, even the Genesis had one. Yep, the Genesis had a Flashback thing too. Um, Which I really like their design because you can put your old Genesis uh, games into that and still play the ROMs off the system. Now that's bringing down my point here, is that there is something... To be said about first-party systems made by these classic companies, you know the qualities that Um my, uh, my Hyperkin Retron 5 actually just died, and uh, I mean, I got it for Christmas this past year. Yeah, you love that thing, dude. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of funny because A, the Hyperkin name... Uh, as as most people know, it does not speak quality. It, no, it's, you get what you pay for it. Yeah, and I mean, I knew, I bought you controllers from them in the past. It, you meant very well, and you were very excited to get this to me, and I was super excited about it too. And they just, I mean, it's it's basically the current mad cats, you yeah. know, where it's just a third-party developer, not else, a third-party manufacturer. And it sucks because... I looked it up, and I was just like, well, maybe there's a fix for this. <clears throat> and it's actually a very common problem, which leads me to say, oh, it's just a shitty company. <laughs> and We're just trying to sh- yeah. the thing is, when you have a third-party company making your gaming hardware, you're going to get that lack in quality. And if Atari is making this first party, there's a better indication that at least the hardware will be sound. Do you think there's a possibility? Because a lot of people still do have their old parts, like including me. I have, like, a five fucking cart sitting in a bin somewhere. Do you think they'll have, like, a little cart system? Like, here you can play your Atari 7800s and um, maybe... A, a pin reader on there? I doubt it. Just because, A, it's 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 hardware that wasn't necessarily the the, the best at its time. Pins wear out on both ends, you know? Yeah. It, it just... The whole cartridge of pulling it out like that doesn't translate well to these days when everyone has, like, USB where they just plug it in. Yeah, and it'd be a lot more... Efficient to charge a person one game at a time, and pick and choose what games that you want. Essentially, an app store, an Atari app store. Exactly. Um, so I think, as far as the new Atari system goes, we're probably we probably already know what we're getting. Everybody out there should already know what we're getting. It's just how good is it going to be? I'm probably going to get it. You know me. Uh. I mean, I had a 2600, but... Oh, I don't see you getting it at all. You don't fucking need this. No. I'm more... You know me. I I was raised on Atari in a weird time in my life, and this would be really cool for me. Even to having, like... I'm hoping, and I really am, that I'll have a library to choose from, like from Jaguar and Lynx, because I didn't have those, and I would really like to experience those. I mean, I can see... I, I totally understand the nostalgia factor for it, because, I mean, despite the fact that we had our NES Classic... Um, the other system I grew up with when I was that young was the Commodore 64. Yeah. And having a, having a Retron Commodore 64 would be something I would probably buy. Especially That'd be if it, really cool. Especially if it looks similar. Especially if it had a keyboard attached to it so I could play Zork on my fucking TV like I did when I was a kid. That'd be fucking awesome. I mean, it would be great. And I would probably be, it would be a first-day buy for me, and it would sit on the shelf and no one else would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I would buy it, definitely. kidding me? So, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about the new Atari, is the fact that, I mean, in in my opinion, you should already know what you're getting, because it's been done before by Atari already, and when they announce it, there will be no, there should be no disappointment, because you should already know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to get a next-gen system, personally, because I, I don't think that Atari has it in their budget. To make a next gen system, they're I don't think enough. I don't think that that's suicidal. I think that would just be the dumbest mistake they could make. It was trying make it. would be trying to compete. Yeah, they would be dumb. That they they are not built for that competition. They don't, they don't have that much money. They don't know. have them, they don't have the money for developing. They don't have the money for uh, marketing it. They don't have that. I mean, can you even imagine an Atari game on a shelf? A current gen Atari game sitting on a shelf that at a game store would blow my mind. <laughs> it would blow my mind. A di- uh, it would be cartridge based because Atari would do a cartridge-based system, uh, similar to the DS or the Nintendo Switch, but... They don't have money for that either, I'm no, sorry. No, cartridge, cartridge or disc. <laughs> yeah. No, it would be a download service. So, yeah. You <sighs> as far as the Atari goes, there should not be any mystery, and anyone telling you otherwise is a crazy person. <laughs> I'm still probably going to get it. I'm sorry. That's me, though. I'm a nostalgia factor guy, though. I'm not saying you shouldn't get it. I'm just saying you shouldn't expect this to be a current-gen system. Just a download service box. I'm saying we we already should know it should it's going to only have 2600 games on there and it's going to have them preloaded. Um, anything beyond that is 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 a plus. Because do you think they'll might if they will? Because they're pretty <laughs> small games to navigate. Do you think they'll have like online play with like two player games? No, no, not not even a chance. Yeah, yes, that would, that's more hopeful thinking for me. <laughs> Atari's going to host the servers. You <laughs> very <laughs> hopeful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a chance in hell. Um, I guess it wouldn't. Okay, it's not out, that outlandish, but no, <laughs> no, no, I don't think they're doing it. I that. understand. I understand. Can I mean, really? The, the NES classic having online play. Can you imagine that? It'd be cool, but no. No, not. yeah, it'd be really cool. I mean, I mean, with uh, Mario three, which really made me excited. Uh, I was got to play two player on my three DS. That was really cool to download, yeah, play yeah. that was neat, but yeah. Tell you what, tell you what. Uh, now that we've kind of established what the system is, let's let's do a quick dream session here of what we want it to be. So, I'm thinking it's um, the Atari 2600, uh, fully loaded with every 2600 game that they still have rights to, um, has a uh, has online capability with multiplayer like that. Also has an attachment for social media like Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, in which you can post screenshots and comput- um, and, and a scoreboard, an online scoreboard. Mm. And uh, I like that idea, because it was all about fucking scores back yeah, then, man. Bluetooth controllers, um, actually compatible with other Bluetooth controllers from other companies. Anything Bluetooth can attach with it. And um, it has both... Current mock-ups, uh, current remakes of the old games in which they've got flashier intros, flashier you know, flashier screens, and you press a button and switch back to the classic. That'd be uh, pretty much what I would want. And online <laughs> play in which I can play classic mode while you're playing the new mode and it's still the same game because it's, it's the same fucking game. <laughs> you also want... I want arcades as well and I want Dreamcast too. <laughs> <laughs> you want the every Atari game ever made, <laughs> including the new stuff they're just publishing, and I want there also the European releases mm. along with the American releases. You want an expansion bay in which they have a pin reader? I want the pin readers. I want the uh I want another slot for the handheld that they had and the Jaguar with all universal pop down, ready to go. Ports for the original joysticks, a keyboard, yeah, keyboard <laughs> USB slots. Oh uh, the uh the paddles. Yeah, you see you want you want something that's an all engrossing Atari experience. I want something that really just makes the Classic something modern. I'm, I'm okay with that. Even if I did get that, I'd be super extremely happy. Like, I'm... I'm In my head right now, if I could just get a, a little box, like a fucking small-ass box... Like the UEO or the NES Classic. Yeah, exactly. And it has, like, two or... Well, yeah, I want... You probably need four USB ports, depending on how many players you need, because they're like, they'll be, like, tanks or whatever like that. Yeah. And you plug in... A USB controller doesn't fucking matter, or Bluetooth. And you just play and go. Like I'd be I'm okay with them having a store. As long as it's not fucking stupidly ridiculously over like priced. I'm thinking ninety nine cents a pop. I'm hoping. Because that that'd be okay with like four four ninety nine for asteroids. I would fucking throw it <laughs> out the window. Flip off the TV and <laughs> Like, I can almost see, like, some games being $1.99, but not a lot of them. But I'm, I'm thinking, like, $0.99. Cents. If I can get, like, $0.99 Asteroids, be like, at my five top games that I like. And then maybe some obscure titles that I really enjoy. Yeah, like Adventure. Yeah. And then maybe play some Pong through online. <laughs> Versus online, that'd be stupid, but great. I will play Pong for hours if I can play Nest against another person. And yeah, and I, I, like I said, telling you, telling you right off the bat, we we both know that this is what the system's actually going to be. Yeah, <laughs> but I we know. can still be hopeful. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if uh, and Atari, if you're listening, no one wants a current gen system. Don't try. <laughs> Dude, I have enough problems with all the current <laughs> gens I have right now. Don't, don't. I don't need more. I don't need more problems, man. No, <laughs> no one wants to play Fallout Five. On the guitar <laughs> I mean by all means like if you can get like some of the 90s uh, arcade games that you might have like published for, like I know you had know you published t2 or Terminator 2 and maybe some other ones like ah uh, fuck, man, that was midway maybe if you had some other acquiring rights like if you can get collective rights from other people like say like Midway went out of business get some of their uh, according to some other companies, maybe? Nah, that's all crazy. I mean, they, they, this is going to be strictly Atari stuff. Fuck care. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you want to move on to the next topic? Where's the next topic? Our next topic. Why don't we talk about... Uh, we'll just talk about um, challenges quick. I mean, since we're talking about classic games already. All right, next topic. All right, we'll move on to our next topic. Um, what we've been doing lately is... Um, you get to that time of year in which games are coming out soon, but they're not out yet. So you don't really want to start a new game because, you know, you're just going to drop it as soon as, like, the Breath of the Wild hard mode comes out. Yeah. So, what are do you doing that time? What I've been doing lately is I've been looking through, especially online, big, big in the online community, is um, basically player-made challenges. Not necessarily an official part of the game, but uh, just waste a new way to play an old game. Um, I mean, you've got your standard, like, Speed runs, your min- minimalist runs for games like uh, where you get upgrades, like Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, trying to Don't die runs, no hearts, no hearts. Well, the three hearts, you know, the minimalist runs and stuff like that. Well, there's some ones are super fucking hardcore. You get hit once, you start over. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about challenges quick. One of the newer ones that I've been trying lately. Uh, is it's been out since phew, as far back as I, I can actually think that people have been doing this. Um, the Nuzlocke run on Pokemon, uh, made by the, uh, the webcomic, I believe, the same name, in which you have a, a plethora of, of, of player-set rules that, if you you know were to meet a certain requirement, you actually have to start over. Um, especially in game, things like you no know, death runs, you start over from the beginning. The Nuzlocke run I was reading about was um, you start a Pokemon game. Um, the, the, the standard rules are you can only catch uh, the first Pokemon you encounter counter in any area. And everything else, you basically just have to. You know, oh yeah, fight you're me about that. That's pretty cool. Um, every Pokemon you get, you have to name. Uh, things like you can't. Your Pokemon can't faint, and if they faint, you have to release them. Yeah. Uh, things like no, no legendaries. You can't use the starter. Um, there's a couple rules. Some people play it as you can only play with Pokemon that you're given, mm-hmm. not Pokemon that you encounter. Oh shit! <laughs> um, that some say some people play it with no. Um, no healing products. Some people play with no, you can use healing products but never go to a Pokemon Center. Some people say one time, you can only go to a Pokemon Center one time in town. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of interesting ways to play this. And now the reason this kind of caught on to me was the fact that um, <clears throat> essentially it's, it's a good idea because it does give you more of that challenge that A, the older, Poke- the newer Pokemons just don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Pokemon, um, Moon, Sun, and Moon, they were actually pretty challenging. But X, Y, Omega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire, have mm-hmm. it right backwards, whatever. The they they were pretty easy, but having having it so that you know you can't have a Pokemon faint that adds a bit more you know challenge to it. Sure, and also to me it it more engrosses you into the actuality of the story because Pokemon stories you can click through they've been the same since the beginning, mm-hmm. but when you have it so that you know the Pokemon actually becomes. A chance meet and it's it's part of your party and your adventure it really adds a new layer to the game Mm -hmm. now um other games like that like uh like uh, the fire emblem series uh have permadeath Mm -hmm. like uh, you lose somebody in your party they're gone forever generally i don't like playing games like that because you know adds too much pressure on me yeah but when you take a game like this that doesn't have that kind of pressure and you have that pressure on your own you got something new, mm-hmm. um, like right now I'm playing through Disgaea, and if the original Disgaea, uh, for the, originally for PS2, I'm playing it on uh, PC. Came out for Steam. Um, if I were to play it this way, I'd have started over at least six times already. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but uh, it just just having that little bit of extra effort really really gets me interested again. Do you have anything you play it like that, like where you have your own challenges? <laughs> um, sometimes, like definitely with. Uh golden eye or dark because i've played them so much that i almost have them memorized so you keep it interesting by adding <clears throat> something that only you care about exactly and like i i create my own challenges like there's things that i take from from other people like i remember as a kid i played Super Mario world a lot and then i started like what happens if i close my eyes i can you know trigger certain sounds and i can play the level cheating wise like flying or whatever and get it and i can do it Almost like one or two levels, you know, blindfolded. But then I found a guy recently online that he can beat Mario World under 15 minutes blindfolded. Very impressive. But then I go, and, like, you, you're making these all these things up for yourself. And then I started going, on uh, like, what was the reason for achievements? And, like, trophies yeah. and stuff. And those are really like, well, like, do this. Well, like, you look at it, it's like, well, that's not fun. That's stupid. But I think there are placeholders of, like, if you do love this game fucking here you go and sometimes people do like those achievements I like achievements I'm addicted to them like Steam achievements trophies whatever Um, and and I'm (coughs) sorry to vent a little bit and I've been very upset because I've for uh, since Wii U or Wii I've been wanting some sort of trophy system for Nintendo Because, like, there's a lot of cool, like, Nintendo stuff. And they try to do a little bit of it in, uh, what was it, NES Remix? Yeah, yeah. And you can do, like, three stars, whatever. Like, oh, that's fun, but that's just specifically for that game. And you can't really show off your score of what you've accomplished. And, like, say, if I can make my own achievements (laughs) into a game and then do it myself, I'd do that myself, but... Um, I, I want Nintendo to start doing achievements, though, yeah. That's my little ramp right there. Well, they used to do achievements. Like uh, Mario 3. Um, one of the achievements, basically, they weren't really achievements, so they were almost like unlocks. Yeah. Like, you could get uh, Mario 3 in the first world. I think it was any world. But if you were to end the level with uh, a double digit of, of coins, so two, two, uh, 22 coins, 33 coins, 44 coins, 55 coins, so on and so forth... Uh, you add end with the same amount of points as the the coins. So if you had 55 coins, you had to have your points end in a 5-0, 4 blah, 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 blah. And then you had to end the level on an even number of seconds. Mm-hmm. You turned that uh, Hammer Brother into the coin ship. Yep. was <laughs> awesome. But do you think that's more of like an Easter egg? Well, yeah, you're right. That would be more of an Easter egg than a challenge. Well, it's both, I think, in that consideration, because it is a challenge to get that. But it would be an achievement actually Exactly, yeah. Um, It's funny that you brought up Mario World, because when I had gotten bored of playing Mario World, what I ended up doing was I played with two players, uh, with my buddy Dave. Uh, We did a Mario World race, so the person who beat Bowser won. And you would do it from the beginning of the game, yeah, and it would be uh, no Star Roads, but any alternate path. Ooh, no Star Roads, that's pretty cool. No Star Roads, and any alternate path that had been unlocked uh, by one person cannot be used by the other. Oh. So if one of you got to that that uh, that ghost house with the alternate escape where you could have, you know, that one room with, uh, oh, with the Yoshi the and same. the power-ups, the other person could not use that level. They can't follow your own footsteps. Yeah. so it That's would, cool. So, so when you had, you know, in the very beginning, you have to take the same path in the game. One person gets the switch, one person goes the other way. But... Um, in the very beginning, it's linear, but towards the end of the game, there are so many alternate paths you can take that as long as you're not doing Star Roads, you had very different experience. Yeah. So it was a very interesting route to take. Now, if you were to do the same thing with Star Roads, which we tried once, it's a pretty short game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, when you have that little bit of extra effort in a game that you played nonstop since, you know, it came out, it does... It, it, it rekindles your love for it, mm-hmm. which is, I think, I think the fact that we have an online community that does that, especially with the whole Nuzlocke Pokemon thing, mm-hmm. that has added so much interest to a to a series that I love, but have gotten pretty bored cool with. It. Mm-hmm. So. Making a game within a game, I like it. <laughs> um, and I mean, Nintendo's always been good with stuff like that, Co- especially with completionists. Like even with uh, like Zelda: Ocarina of Time, I think I only just got all the skill gold skill tellers for, so tell f- f- for the for for the first time since I had the game as a kid. Nice. Um, minimalist runs really do add the challenge to that. Blind runs, like you were saying with Mario, um, it's it's always interesting to see how people keep playing mm-hmm. and. I would do uh, Goldeneye slappers only. Slappers only. Uh, yeah, inter- like I would do like the dam, and I would see how fast I can get it with just uh, no turbo mode and like super fast like enemy AI and no guns. How can I get there? <laughs> and I can't use a gun. Uh, Metal Gear Solid was an excellent game for the for, for that kind of challenge because it would reward you at the end with a different code name depending on how you completed the game. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. If you got through the entire game without any alerts, without any kills, mm-hmm. you could knock people. Up, i couldn't kill him now the first one it was difficult to do because you know you had to kill some of the bosses but as it went on especially with two and three with the uh the trank gun you mm-hmm. could do it without killing anybody in the game and you get better score because of it um now playing uh phantom pain that's exactly how i tried to play through the game was to keep from killing anybody yeah and i did fairly well but it was just it's always interesting to have that extra you know level of knowledge that I've not only beaten this game, I've beaten it every which way. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally... I, it brings me actually to uh, Portal 2, actually. I played the shit out of that game. I love this so much that I, it was my acquiring goal for that first week to get every single achievement unlocked in Portal 2. It's not very hard, but you do need a lot of people and some time. I think Portal 2 and Portal have... Uh, you can look up online um, par. They have par levels in which you only can have this many portals made in a level hmm so um yep you can do that like say like you have to do a minimalist like portal level thing and portal par <laughs> and i love that after i got all the achievements unlocked that i thought i was really clever I'm like well i got to do this and, that, and you play with co-op mode and single player mode and you really experience it and then they experience like the map editor and that's when they released it a couple months later like experience like make your own maps share them with your friends and that's I'm like oh my god fuck yes, I can make as much as hard as I can, or easy as I can, or tricky as I can, and experience other fucking levels as well, and that's where map makers came, like, really popular to me as well, and like, I made the most stupidest, ridiculous labyrinth, it just became super, like, you didn't have to rely on too much of portals, but more of the exploration. But, again, I was making my own challenges. Yeah. And I was making my own course level design at the same time. I mean, games with level creators do have that endless aspect I mean, look at Mario Maker. Mario Maker, exactly. But, um, when, it, when it's a game that you don't have that much room with... Exactly, I know. Especially with, like, um anything really linear is when you add your own challenges just to keep yourself you know like the floor is lava kind of thing my first actually my, my I believe my first one like, uh, self player challenge was asteroids cannot move can't move you just have to stay in yeah. spot and shoot the asteroid. same spot you can't teleport you can't move you only stay there and that's how I got really good at asteroids because that's all I would do is stay right there <laughs> now that to me doesn't count because it took me forever to realize I could move in asteroids <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people do like. But I was like fucking three, so you're, you know, know. your slappers only. Um, a lot of people do play games like you know with the, with the combat only with like the the, um, the close range punch, like Doom. Yeah, a lot of people play the original Doom with only using the punch, which does not work well. No, um, or or using with the the very minimum gun with the minimum runs. Um, really, I mean, if you at home are listening to this and have your own stories of, of personal challenges or ones you saw online that you really enjoy, comment please. Yeah, we'd like to hear some more. Anything that we can try on our own, just to you know, if it's actually really cool, we'll get the game. We'll actually do a a, a YouTube video of it ourselves. on. And, and I mean, speed runs are cool. Like I mean, especially if you get good enough to do a speed run, either with glitches or without. But I think there's just so much more to a game than just doing it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's why the player challenge, player made challenges are so interesting. Yeah. Especially, I mean, when people come up with good ones like the Nuzlocke run, I'm always like always A really impressed with the idea and then B eager to try the smooth spot. So <laughs> sixty four had some decent ones if you can play with the game with one hand. Oh my god. <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> and I mean I, I had very big hands, so I I, I was an advantaged <laughs> but, but I mean it's it's just I think it's human nature to wanna explore like that and push yourself. Exactly. So it's it's always a little little interesting to try and try and not even just break the game, but just enjoy it in a new way. Yeah. So. Oh Well, Jerry, uh, what are you playing this week? What am I playing this week? You know what? Uh, Bioshock Collection, actually. Yeah? And uh, we'll restart that again, because I just needed something homey. <laughs> I know Bioshock's not homey, but yeah, it gets my mind off things. Something something that takes you back to, you know. But I actually just beat a, a bazoo, A-B-U-Z? Oh, Abzu, yeah. Abzu, yeah. A bazoo. A bazoo. I remember right. <laughs> So, uh, no, we got it, it was on free on PlayStation Network, like, last month. And I'm like, well, I liked Flower, and this kind of seemed up my alley, and I needed something relaxing and good. That was that was a cool experience. I mean, like, as experience games go, like, because you're not really engaged too much. Like, there was, like, maybe, I wouldn't call them puzzles. It's more they like, find this chest. Okay, you found the chest. Find the chain. You found the chain. We're going to a tunnel now. Yay, and it's magical, and it's pretty. And then, like, there's, like, a, I would say story and quotations. Like there is something there that's explaining something, but not with dialogue and you can try to unravel a story yourself and it was nice. It wasn't a big heavy story or anything like that, but it was something a little that needed it to be there and I enjoyed it. And you can probably beat the game within like an hour or two. It's not really long, but play it again probably on a rainy day just something like, relax something like Firewatch almost. Yeah. Have you played through Firewatch? No not yet. Try, Try that me. one. I will. Firewatch is a good one. Is it on sale on Steam today? Yeah, I believe it's on the Steam sale. I'll probably just pick it up then fuck it. Um Firewatch, it was a lot of fun. I played that one with Ziggy. Yeah. And she I mean she you get multiple choices and stuff like that. Like you can find a turtle and then you name it. Mm-hmm. And the name the names they gave you. The one I knew I had to pick was Turt Reynolds. Turt Reynolds. I saw I, I saw that, I just died because that was oh, just good. that's that's great, you know. And the writing's really good, the story's really interesting. So it's it's worth a shot. What I've been playing this week, like I said already, was Disgaea. Um I I've never been great with like the turn based strategy with, like games like that, where it's kind of a like, you know, uh, almost like Advanced Wars. Sure. But um, I I had it for a while. I always liked the character design of this guy. The whole, you know, basically the the Adams Family or uh, or, um, Nightmare Before Christmas where bad is good and vice versa. Sure. Where it's just like, you know, you're a demon and an insult would be to call you sweet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it would be a compliment to call you like deplorable, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to try it out again. I had a few hours free and I popped on there. And what really got me playing this was a the um not not necessarily the gameplay, but the the, the writing I, I just find really adorable and, and kind of funny at the same time. it's almost like if Pokemon was about Team rocket okay. only Team rocket okay. and their interactions with the world around them and I, I just find it really cute and uh, actually this is one of the few games that's that's a um, uh, Japanese based game that's been you know localized. That I really do enjoy the voiceover, mm-hmm. the English voiceover, because it's all it's it's uh, anime uh, voice actors that I know, and they really they really ham up the characters. And they're, they're fun. <laughs> That's good. Um, and then it had a couple of neat ideas that I've never seen before. Like, in order to eventually get far enough in the game, where in order to expand the shop's inventory or even make a better new character to add to your party, you have to win the approval of a senate. And you can either br- you can go in there and bribe the Senate to agree with you, or if they they vote against you, you can beat the shit out of them in order to <laughs> in order to get it anyways. And it's it was a really cool, neat little idea. I haven't moved on to any of the disguises; just playing the first one. And I understand if you beat the game, you start over with everything you have, and then everything just gets harder. Mm-hmm. So you eventually can get to like level nine, nine, nine all your characters if mm-hmm. you just keep building. So it's been a neat, neat game to try and play through. Um if even if you're not a fan of that uh of of that style of game, this one is a good intro to it to that genre. Um yeah. Uh, got any other fuck ass yes, fuck you's? Fuck yeahs. Um no, I can't really think of anything right now. I mean like I get Metroid, that's pretty much my own fuck yeah right now. Still ride the Metroid train. Um I got a fuck you to uh it's not really a fuck you it's just talk about the steam summer sale quick okay we'll do that yeah that's that's it's it's, i miss flash sales i'm gonna say it out loud i miss flash sales because it got me like excited to come back to the website like every three hours it gamified it it made it interesting and now it's just like here's a sale goodbye (laughs) (laughs) and the flash sales were good deals you know because they were only on there for a limited time and you had to go on there and it was like 85 or 75 percent off like okay here it is for like two hours Get it now, and it was fun. You get to choose which one that you want to do. Like it was voted community, yeah, and it was it was really interesting how they used to do it. And now how they have it where it's just the sales for two weeks. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see my entire wish list is on sale for 50% off. But 50% off of, you know, a $40 game is still 20, 20 bucks that I'm really not interested in spending that much on a game on a sale, you know? Yeah, and then I'm just going to be end up waiting for another three years to go on sale anymore. Like, if it's going to cost me an extra 10 bucks, yeah, I'll fucking wait another three years. Fuck you. Especially if it's, <laughs> if it's a game that's just been sitting in my wish list that I'm, you know, kind of iffy on, knocking off... Only like a certain amount of money isn't gonna move me you know it's got to be like the big big discounts it used to be yeah, so it's not really a fuck you it's it's like steam is cool that they do this sale every year and i mean I, it's always fun that it's a big kind of you know event it's a, an event. In the, community. With, in the but it's it's not as fun as it used to be and no, i mean it's not it's very it's boring now it really is boring because I remember like you know when the Steam sale was announced. Holy shit! We would get pumped out would like go on Facebook. Holy shit, guys! It's like seriously, Santa Claus is coming into town. <laughs> you need to fucking go on his lap right now. It <laughs> yeah, was the thing. It's like you had your phone. You had to check the app. You had to check which flash sales were happening yep. right now. And then like you, you would wake up early on the weekends. To oh check my god! The sales. Yeah. I remember like there would be a flash sale at like three o'clock in the morning. That was switching over. I remember getting up at three. I'm going like all right, I that's had flash alarm sale. Set. I honestly I had my alarm set. It was. It wasn't a pain in the ass for me. It was exciting for me. I'm like, okay, I get to wake... It was like Christmas every couple hours. I'm like, okay, what am I going to wake up till tomorrow? Oh, my God, I'm excited. Okay, it wasn't really I wanted, but oh, my God, this is going on. Oh, my God, okay, no, no, no. And then at the (laughs) very end, they would always have the biggest sales. They'd be on sale again for the last 12 hours. Oh, my God, it was so cool. And then... You, you, you were disappointed that you missed a sale, but it was never, like, disappointment yeah. with steam. You'd always be pissed that you didn't wake up on time. Exactly. It's like, oh, shit, I missed that sale. Maybe they'll happen again. Like, you talk to your friends, like, maybe it'll happen again in a couple hours. It'll be okay. <laughs> so mine is a fuck yeah that they still keep doing this. And a fuck, fuck you if they don't do it as fun as it used to be anymore. And most people are happier with how they do it these days. I'm not. Yeah. It's, I'm bored now because it used to be like a fun game to buy games but a real life game and you used to just show off I got I, oh yeah we used to tell like look what I got this week and this I got blah, this blah, 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 blah. I st- this is my stack of games I bought this is what I would have paid for it. this is what I actually paid for it. and it used to be like you know it would go from like 250 bucks and you paid like 15 exactly <laughs> And like, I remember like I give myself like a $50 Steam gift card I'm like All right, I got this 50 bucks. What can I do the longest and hardest fucking way I can do it? I used to I used to have I had this this hollow hollow fake book that you know I kept a Steam card in there and just set on there in case of Steam, Steam <laughs> uh, And that would be like, you know, in case of emergency break glass, you flip the book <laughs> open and exactly so i mean this, it's cool that the sales are still there i definitely check them out especially if there's something you've been waiting on but i mean when it's only maxing out of like 50 percent for most sales it's just kind of like eh. yeah i mean i remember messaging you or travis or my brother or i like my fiance would message you like, holy shit it's on sale right now i'm like well i'm not next to my blah 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 my wallet i don't have my steve like no. but everything's still access right now it's like don't worry i like i'll fucking buy it for you right now because it's only like a dollar <laughs> And that's the and, thing. It's and like, I would buy like so many like fucking games for other people at that point too. I'm like, well, it's this much money. I know they were looking for it. And I mean, the an example is I have this game uh, in my wish list. It came out in like 1993. It was it was called uh, Lost Eden, and it was just a goofy, you know, kind of a clicking uh, a point and click adventure game. Yeah. And it was 9.99 on Steam full price. I'm like, well, I'm not paying that. For yeah. Because, I mean, it's just a goofy little nostalgic game. Like, oh, wait for the Steam Summer Sale. It's on sale. Seven bucks. I'm like, fuck this. two fifty max, you know? Yeah. Whatever. 30% off is not good enough. Now, that, that's not to say that there are not good sales going on right now. There are a couple, but not as big as I was hoping. Did you see how much uh, the Valve Pack is going for? Yeah. Valve Pack is real cheap. It's 17 bucks. Compared to like 200 and something. Yeah. Like, okay, if any of you, which I've actually known some people over the weekend I've talked to about this have not played Left 4 Dead, Portal, Half-Life, or anything like that. 17 bucks. Fucking it is 17 bucks and you get every Valve game that you could need. Yes. And you could start off with Half-Life and Portal. And you got the Left 4 Deads. That alone. Just fucking get it. Just fucking get it. It's like you need to ner- earn your Steam Nerd card. You need to fucking or uh, play those off so, the bat. So I mean, th- I mean this this sh- this episode will probably come out. But there'll be a few days of the sale left. Definitely check it out if you're on Steam. If you're not on Steam, check it out anyways. Is if it, you did you PC? get anything off Steam? then? I got one thing. Okay. I got the Quake pack. Uh, it was uh, six bucks. Right now, my 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 wish list is full of Final Fantasies, and you know how Square Enix. Is I at looked sales. At, I was actually like debating about them. I'm like, I'm looking at it like. Fuck, Nah, I'm (laughs) alright. A game I've bought already. Yeah. Which I still need to beat Final Fantasy VII. I'm sorry, Gary! No more hi, Gary's. I'm sorry, Gary. Sorry, Gary! (laughs) Sorry, Gary! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well that's enough of an episode tonight. Why don't you send us out here? Happy gaming, everyone!